Good day, my friends and relatives. My name is Tsichak Aid. My English name is Olivia Corville, and this is the Bakushul Utsid podcast. In this podcast, we share Gwadzadad, lessons from our elders and our language caretakers to create meaningful language experiences within our Bakushul Abj. In this episode, language caretaker Valerie Bellick describes dreaming in the language when she first started learning and sharing that with Vi Hilbert. Thank you for listening to the Bakushul Utsid podcast. When I began to learn the language, really study it because I wanted, I had the desire and the interest to want to know more. I wanted to know more and I began to have dreams and in my dreams the language was the only thing spoken there was no English and it alarmed me I was happy even though I didn't quite understand everything being said it was like in your dream you already know everything so you could understand it but I knew I didn't and I talked to Vi about my dreams. And she said, she was so excited. She'd always go like this. Oh, she'd put her hands up like this. And she said, that's, that's the evidence that you're learning the language when you begin just to dream in the language. You're internalizing the language. And it gave me such hope and it gave me such connection. Because even as a muckle shoot, I'm fair skinned. The Muckleshoot kids I went to school with at the time were darker skinned than I. And they even kind of ostracized me like, are you sure you're Muckleshoot? And they would tease me. And of course, as a child, get your feelings hurt really easily. But I kind of carried that into my life. Like, am I really Indian enough? Am I really an Indian? Can, am I really Muckleshoot? Am I enough Muckleshoot to be Muckleshoot to call myself that? And I doubted myself. But when I began to learn the language <clears throat> and understand it for myself, there was a cementing that happened, a connection that happened that linked me to my culture that no one could take away. No one could say anything mean or derogatory to me about being Indian, whether another Indian or a non-Indian person. I knew who I was. The language grabbed me. It wrapped me in and it held me close and gave me that connection that I knew I belonged. And I want the same for our youth because as a youth, I know I felt alone a lot of the times whether I was surrounded by people or not. I never really knew my identity. I never really knew, am I white? Am I Indian? Am I this? Am I that? You know, I doubted so much. And I don't want our youth to feel lost in that confusion. I want the language to anchor them here. Even if it's just a few words they know, I want them to know them. To say, this is my language. That it will carry them. And hopefully to a time 
where they will invest in the language and learn the language for themselves like I did so that they can have the ability to teach it to someone else, whether it's their parents, whether it's their aunties and uncles, whether it's their grandparents, whether it's their siblings, whether it's their friends. That connection and that pride that it gives you that you're speaking your heritage ancestral language to see the world through the eyes of our ancestors who spoke it fluently every single day. They didn't speak a word of English. They only spoke our language. It was ours. It was our identity. It was the way we saw our world. I want them to have that satisfaction and knowledge for themselves and to know that they belong and that they're significant. I think it's just very important for everyone to know that our language has endured many, many things. It's only been roughly 170 years, 80 years, and our people were speaking this language fluently. They were living their traditional life of hunting and gathering and fishing. They were making a decent wage to take care of their families. They were doing what they needed to do to survive and they were doing it in an honoring and good way to our planet, to this earth and being respectful of each other. And we've wandered away from that, not because of our own fault, but because of the time that we live in. But it's never too late. It's never too late to grab hold of your roots and your language and your identification. You're never too old. And that's what I want people to know is our language is here to stay. It's not going away. And I'm really thankful for the sacrifices my ancestors made to visit with the ethnographers. And Dr. Tom Hess, was he, when he was working on his dissertation, that they were willing to meet with him, a stranger, and share our language and teach it to one another and teach the people that were there to learn from our tribe. His work has done so much to help us build our foundation, to keep building our curriculum, to keep teaching our language. And I'm thankful to the work he did. That's all I have to say. The Bakushut Utsid podcast is a collaboration of the Makushut Language Program and Tahoma Peak Solutions. I am your host, Olivia Corville. Our editors are Cedar Angaro and Maria Givens. Producers and language caretakers are Eileen Richardson, Valerie Bellick, Lavana White Eagle Brown, Latasha Moses, Becky Sheldon, Lindy Lindgren, and Shahela Elkins. Thank you for listening.